0: Welcome to the Name Your Layers podcast, a podcast where I, Alyssa, talk to fellow designers and chat all things branding and design. We'll cover their background and sometimes their nonlinear path to becoming a designer. We'll talk tools, fonts, and all things around brand identity and pretty much life stuff as well. This podcast doesn't require a design degree. You don't have to have a favorite font and you don't even have to be a designer to listen. Come for the conversation, but stay for the good vibes. Today on the podcast, we have JC. JC is a really awesome guest, which yes, I know I'm saying that about everybody, but hey, it is what it is. Everyone's incredible. But JC's background is really fun. I think he brings a lot of cool perspective and unique perspective to the podcast. He's done a lot of cool stuff. We end up talking sneakers, we talk design, we talk skateboarding. We go all over the place. I think when we finished recording, we still talked for like another hour afterwards because we had so much in common. Uh, I think you'll like this episode. His background, like I said, is unique. Um, He drops a lot of truth bombs and all around just good dude, good human. So please enjoy this week's episode of Name Your Layers. Let's get into it.
1: So I'm JC. Uh, I've been in working in creative for probably about 12 years now. So when I was about 19, I was going to a community college and I got my first job at uh, local CBS affiliate and doing uh, editing and video. And that's what I was mainly focused on in college was communications and broadcasting. And then I kind of realized that I didn't want to film car accidents at 3 a.m. on a Saturday morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um and growing up i was always like a creative type uh always mm-hmm. taking art classes we had a great art program where i grew up uh because we have wesleyan university here in connecticut which is a um it's a small school but i think it's kind of well known uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people from new york and la go here and so they uh their art program always helped us out too like uh the public schools in Middletown, so it was pretty nice. Um, so we always had, like, art shows and stuff like that. It was really nice. My parents were very supportive of that. Um, I actually went to a children's circus when I was little, so my um, art— Whoa, class, that is the coolest
0: yeah. fun fact I think I've ever heard. Yeah, so
1: um, our, some, my summer camp, uh, it was, like, a local town thing, and there's a theater group that did a children's circus. So it was uh, five weeks, and two weeks was experimenting with everything— the next two weeks we're focusing on like uh, two things that you liked. And then the last week was uh, prepping for a show. And then we had Mm -hmm. uh, three performances and that was great. Met a lot of cool people. A lot of great artists like came in from um, all over um, and would just kind of uh, help Mm -hmm. teach and work chaperone and stuff like that. So it was really cool. Uh, I was pretty happy to grow up with a non-traditional summer Mm -hmm. camp like that. Um, And then from there, I know when I was a, I skateboarded as a kid and my friend just happened to have like a camera in his car and I started taking photos then. And that's when mm-hmm. I started thinking like, oh, I could actually do this. <laughs> um, so I joined like the school paper the next day, found out that we were like one of the top school newspapers in the nation. Um, yeah, and so I became cool. like the head photographer there. And it was pretty intense because I really just joined it because they did a trip to Columbia University in New York. Uh, Mm -hmm. for a week, and I was like, oh, yes, a free trip to New York, Um, (laughs) so I did that, and then um, fell in love with photography, uh, wanted to learn how to, you know, from there, I just kind of grew, like, how do I make these photos better with graphic design? Uh, Then I wanted to start making, you know, moving photos, so videos, started getting Mm -hmm. into that and editing, and then I was like, where do I showcase these? So, obviously, like, YouTube, and uh, just decided to start learning, like, coding and stuff like that. Uh, So, from there, it just kind of snowballed and just kind of want to get my, um, my feet wet and just kind of like learn everything that there was to learn about it.
0: Yeah, no, that's incredible. Um, what would you say? Uh, you know, you said you, you touched on everything. You like photography, you like video, you like, uh um, yep. good old fashioned graphic design. What are your favorite like methods to create? Does it start with a sketchbook for you? Does it start with, you know, a whiteboard? What's kind of like your process? What are your tools? Yeah, so if I'm in a meeting and I get a brief, then
1: I go silent for about five minutes and just kind of think about, like, everything that I saw in the last, like, couple months that I liked. Um, So I save a lot of stuff. I use the save feature on Instagram a lot. Um, There's a lot of sites I go to. I'm big into, like, sneakers and kind of streetwear clothes. Not Mm -hmm. not really, like, high-fashion streetwear, but, like, I really enjoy, like, the small guys that kind of, like, try to start their own line and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I find a lot of stuff like that inspiration from there. Um, it's kind of nice because like I said, I have like, I'm creative director now. So I have people that work underneath me, mm-hmm. um, which is, was really tough to get used to. Um, cause you have to get your brain out to, you know, you know, your brain's crazy. And your thoughts are crazy, so you have to get somebody else to think the same way, and you know have your crazy thoughts go out. Um, How was that switching
0: from from being the person who does the work to the person who's you know you're the creative director? Was that hard for you to 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 make that pivot? <sighs> uh
1: yeah, it was. Uh, to be honest, it was. Um, I so I enjoy it a lot. I enjoy the people I work with. I keep telling them I work with them. I don't work. They don't work for me. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. I think we have a good uh, we have a good relationship that way. Um, I, not to sound kind of like braggy or humbly, but like, <laughs> like, if, if the group gets out a good project then the group got out a good project, like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not me as a leader that's getting something out. It's like, I have a guy that's, uh, uh, he came on for video and then, so like a lot of times he'll ask for direction and I'll be like, well, what do you think? Like mm-hmm. this is a division I like, are are you okay with that? And then. Uh, I think he's been really good with it and he most of the time he actually just runs with my idea, I think but um, <laughs> uh, it, all, it' yeah so it's like one of those things where like if he has the option then he's not gonna take then he's gonna take the direction from me. but um it was it was pretty hard because um like I worked on campaigns where like I had a week to work on it and I needed like a website photo shoot, video shoot videos editing brochure and everything out. And I could just kind of map it all out in a day. I can go to the shoot. I have like five cameras on me, like strapped to me doing videos and photos, um, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm just trying to get every angle I can possible. And then I go back and I can, I like kind of had a brochure laid out in my head before I, it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the videos, stuff like that. So by the end, like everything's kind of, you know, intertwined. There's a red thread that goes through everything. You know, they all look similar. It's kind of nice. Um, but now I have like a team where I have to like, I'm still working on it and I'm sure I'll still be working on it way past I'm retired, (laughs) but, um, just trying to like get everybody in sync and connected. But, uh, right now I'm working on a project and it's supposed to be launching soon for a company. It's like a major, uh, product for a company and, uh, the marketing materials are coming out pretty fantastic for, um, for our group, especially. So that's cool. No, that, that. Yeah.
0: That's super exciting. Now you can hear it in your voice. you're, you're passionate about it, even though you're not, you know, drive, like you're driving the ship essentially now. You're not just a, a yeah. crew member anymore. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, so, you know, you said you do, you, you put your head down and you start like sketching. What are your favorite program tools? Cause especially in this industry, every week there's some new startup that's trying to redesign or reconfigure what, what we've been using. There's someone that's trying to uproot Adobe. Yeah. There's someone that's trying to for do, sure podcasting better whatever it is so what are kind of your favorite tools right now platforms to use uh
1: honestly i bought a bought an ipad probably like two years ago and i still been pretty old school like it took me a while to get over from film to digital and camera uh mm-hmm. you know way past or, or longer than i am embarrassed to admit but um uh once i got involved with that um and then just like getting used to like the ipad i've used procreate on there uh-hmm um, so, just the simple like sketching and stuff like that. So, that's good for especially for like, and I made like a bunch of templates for myself for like storyboarding or wireframes, stuff like that. Um, but I, re- but, uh, I am the biggest supporter of Adobe Illustrator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's just because you have the, the points that XY that you can like put exactly the spot that you want in and you know where it's going to be. And especially to run it across like, Like I'm multimedia, so there's some days where, you know, you I need like an Instagram ad that's going to be like what like 1080 by 1080 versus a billboard that's 20 feet wide. So it's great to be able to like design it on that and then just kind of blow it up and you won't lose resolution or anything. So,
0: no, yeah, Um, I mean, I'm I'm the biggest Illustrator fan. As much as Adobe, I would love to just go in and like, as like a designer and product marketer, I would love to just have my way. Illustrator's for me, my favorite, my favorite, uh, of their suite. So I get that. That's awesome. Um, what do you listen to when you're, when you're trying to work or get inspired? Is it music, podcasts? What do you listen to?
1: Oh God. Uh, so (laughs) it's mostly, I can't listen to podcasts. I don't think when I work, um, I enjoy them like when I'm walking my dog and stuff like that and like long drives. But, um, besides that it's mostly music. I think because like if a podcast, like someone's talking to me, then like, it, I just get like completely thrown off. um, And not like, an, I don't know, like I don't hate it. It's just like.
0: No, that's totally normal. I know lots of people. Yeah, so. Podcasts is like for their unwinding time. They cannot do it when they're being. Yeah. Or, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Like it was weird. Like I heard, uh, I was listening to, I listened to Kona O'Brien He's a Friend and mm-hmm. they're talking about like um, his like assistant was saying that somebody worked out to him. And he thought it was the, it's like, in my mind, I was like, yeah, that's the weirdest thing. Like, I can't imagine getting like pumped up to like Conan O'Brien, <laughs> uh, something like that. But I, yeah, I, I, mean,
0: I, could, I could, I could, yeah, that would be hard. Like if I was going for a walk, like I used I like to listen to yeah. podcasts when I go for a walk, but like, if I'm trying to like really like get my heart rate above where it needs to like be to like actually have like results yeah. or feel something, podcast is not going to do it for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. No. So, but I'm a big music fan. Um, I. I think I listened to something crazy, like 150,000 minutes last year on Spotify. <laughs>
0: that's when awesome. When most of my What's friends like were your... listening
1: to like 30,000.
0: <laughs> what are like so uh, you, genres so... that you go to or artists when you're like, I'm working on this kind of spec or I'm working on this? Do you listen to certain things?
1: So I everything changes for me like mm-hmm. within an hour. So it really depends on the day. I think that's why I love my job so much because – Like, if I want to do photo, then I go do photo. If I want to do video, I can hop on that. If I want to do graphics, I can just do that. So, it's, like, different every day, especially with the company that I work for. Um, I work for an engineering company, and I just get, like, the craziest requests. So, it's a lot of, like, learning and doing different stuff, which I love. So, like, with music, it really depends on, like, I don't know, just, like, any day. So, like, I had... I made a. I was going through like a really stressful week, and for some reason, I just made a playlist called like "Fuck My Day Up," and it had like <laughs> two Taylor Swift songs on it, and then two Glass Animal songs on it. None of them sounded alike at all, but like for some reason, those were just like on repeat for like two days. Well,
0: did it? Did it do what the podcast title said? The name of the podcast did it in fact give you the result?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know. Um, recently, um, I've been. Doing more and more presentations, which I like doing, but uh, I've been listening to Pop Smoke to mm-hmm. like get myself like really amped for it. Which is kind of funny because my company is like in a small town that like everybody listens to country music. So like sometimes they accidentally accidentally hop onto a call and like Pop Smoke is blasting in the background. <laughs> and like, just, like where's that coming from? I uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's awesome it, though. That, that's cool. Yeah, so, so uh mostly it's like uh I'm going through like my Spotify list now because just like so many one offs, but um there's like a Litany, uh Jamie XX, Beach House, like I said, Taylor Swift, uh Brock Hampton, uh Peach Pit, the weekend, um I think the Super Bowl kind of got me going again on him and uh <laughs> I remember listening to him when I was like 10 years ago and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, shit. I forgot he had some good stuff. So
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, yeah. What would, uh, you know, based on what you do today, what would 13 year old JC think about what you do? Would he get what you do? Would he understand it?
1: I think he would. So 13 year old JC uh, was kind of a shithead. <laughs> um, he was like the skateboarder, like too cool for school kind of kid. Um, but, like just really interested in art. Um, I think early on, I kind of knew like I didn't really come for money. So I knew like I had to kind of get a college degree and get kind of like a, um, a paying job. So I kind of, I think I, well, I started going to school and I took gen ed classes and my parents were like, you are miserable right now. So just take the ones that you want. And every class I took was like photography, videography, Uh, graphic design, something like that. And like, I had a teacher for like three of the classes and he's like, you're in a communications major. So I think I'd be 13 year old JC would be really happy to see that I'm still doing something creative and artistic, but at the same time kind of found a way to make a career without, um, it's unfortunate that there's a lot of uh, artists out there that, you know, had to go a different direction just because it's not really sustainable Mm -hmm. uh, for a long term.
0: Yeah. Are you still skateboarding with 13-year-old JCB stuff that you're still skateboarding? Or did you hang on the board? (laughs) So I broke my ankle skateboarding probably
1: 10 years ago. And so now I go skateboarding maybe like five times a year. Mm -hmm. Um, So every once in a while I can still land like a kickflip or something. But most of the time I just like roll around. And then I sometimes I'll go to like a skate park and there's other 13-year-olds that are there that kind of like, like, hey, do you want to play skate or something. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm way too old for this. Like I'm going to (laughs) break something. If I, I was like, just let me be. So that's cool. No,
0: that's awesome. Would, uh, would you ever want to work with like a skateboard company or do something that 13 year old you would have been into?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that would be super fun to do. Um, there's like a lot of inspiration too, comes from skateboarding, like, and there's so like, I tie a lot of it back to that because I actually, my, one of my first tattoos was my first skateboard graphic because I, I always like pin that as like the beginning of like what like helped me grow up just because I like my friend had a camera and I wanted to take skate photos. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that and then I started taking skate videos and stuff like that started editing together and uh, people started noticing that they're, not good but somewhat like for like a 15 year old kid um it, there was potential there so i think um that's what it is is uh it's it's unfortunate cuz a lot of like the skate shops around where i am sort um, mm-hmm. faded away so i think if i have to if i want to go to a skate shop i have to go to like a different state even though my <laughs> state's only like a 2 hour
0: drive through yeah but, no, um, that makes sense i mean everything's yeah. online now too so um no yeah. skate culture is i think for me, I had a similar story where I just – I think it was the era I grew, I grew up at the right time where skateboarding was, like, yep. the thing. Like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 was, like, my game. Um, I wasn't the best skateboarder. Like, I, to this day, I'm, like, I'm not trying to, like – I felt like an older person back then. I was, like, I'm not trying to severely hurt myself. I just want to have fun. Um, but the skateboard culture, like, is so fun. Uh, same with, like, streetwear because it's, it's always kind of beat to its own drum and it's really inspiring to see it. And even if you don't, like – if even the project you're sure. doing is not – that it's still really cool you can take elements away from it and maybe you're borrowing the color palette that they have or like you know what, i love the way they did the photos for that shoot i'm going to use it for this brand project or something so i think that's really awesome um there actually seems to be a lot of folks that had like an interest in skating that have made their way into the arts as like a career so there's probably a, i think there's a lot more of us out there yeah that's totally cool um
1: there's definitely there's definitely a lot of tie to the skate culture and just mm-hmm. art in general um so I, I think they kind of just like mesh well together and like I mean you, you kind of don't have skateboarding without art and um That's I think true. there's a lot of artists that have What's once in a while favorite? been riding on four wheels. So
0: Yeah, totally. But, What's your favorite um skateboard company's brand the brand? Not like the quality. like what is your ones where you're like I always reach for their stuff because I love their aesthetic. Who's your uh, who's your favorite? Let's you can give top two if you can't pick them.
1: Oh god. Uh for skateboard brands honestly i haven't bought a skateboard brand skateboard in like 15 years but my house is covered in um skate shops that's cool decks and stuff like mm-hmm. that so like there was a, a skate shop down in dc called crushed that did like a cherry blossom um, mm-hmm. Van Gogh like kind of board and then there's a cool shop up in boston mass called orchard that did has like um had an art gallery attached to it so they had artists like design like shop decks and stuff like that and it turns out the shop that i used to go to growing up like he was best friends with like the owner so uh from there we just started like a little connection
0: That's um really so
1: awesome. it was like a lot of yeah it's cool like i think like especially with skateboarding like the community it reaches so far and i had a guy reach out to me through Instagram that had a, a skate shop in uh, New Hampshire that wanted me to do some work for him. But like, that was right around the time COVID hit. And so he didn't reach out after that, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, no, that's a bummer. I'm sorry. But that's so, I mean, that's really awesome. What has been, yeah. um, you know, you, you do a lot of stuff you depending on the day or time of day, really, like you're working on it. A- yeah. What has been your favorite project that you've worked on so far? It could be something you've done for your own, for yourself. It doesn't have to be like work related, but what's been your favorite?
1: Oh God um so yeah this uh, I did read your questions beforehand and it just, <laughs> like, still it's kind of hard to like pick one out yeah but for work work um, like I said I have a big one that I've been working on for a while for probably like eight months now mm-hmm. and um, I know in some some campaigns and projects that's not very long but for us uh, like we have a probably like a six person team. So that's, it's kind of big for us. Um, And then like that project's been uh, huge just because like I got to work with uh, outside, like outside uh, animators and stuff like that. So it was interesting because I've never really worked with agencies before. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was like a learning curve for me as well. Um, Because like I said, trying to get my uh, brain and my thoughts to the people that work with me is hard enough. Never mind somebody that I just met for the first time. Mm-hmm. and it, you kind of have to like, you know, being a creative talking to like another creative, trying to make them to do something. It's always like, I don't want to tell them what to do because I like my, the most frustrating thing that happens to me is like when, uh, I don't know, somebody in sales comes up to me. I was like, maybe you should design it like this. And you're like, you know, <laughs> you know I think every designer has that problem, but, um, and but and
0: there's everybody that thinks that it, it, ha- it happens to notice to people in creative roles because no one ever goes to sales or no one ever goes to something like, hr and it's like you know what i can do my i can do your job no question no one would ever do that it's only if crazy.
1: yeah i don't want to go anywhere near hr so (laughs) um but we i uh so my company um there's a trade show that we go to yearly and it moves around throughout the south um and so what we do is it's like uh, it's a small show, but everybody there is like a huge customer for us. So we throw a huge party for them. Um, that's and cool. that's usually, usually where we unveil products as well. So we do uh, a party and then we have like the trade show too. So that's like a huge, uh, under, like undertaking for me just cause like, not only am I worrying about a product launch, I'm also worrying about like the look of a trade show and how it flows and people can interact with it. I'm also worried about, like, teaching the people that are going to be there, like, how to use it properly and stuff like that. And then we also have, like, this venue that I have to completely deck out in our branding and kind of, like, organize an event. Like, I have people that work with me that um, they, like, you know, do all the event planning kind of, like, the kind of logistics of it and stuff like that. And then they have me literally go in and they are just like, how do we put our logo and our look all over this place? So that's pretty fun. Like I did one years ago in Memphis and we rented out Graceland. Oh, that's and, amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I got to do like an event logo because like um, I heard from your recent podcast or a podcast I listened to today of yours um, that you're a big sports fan. Yeah. 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 Very so much. big, big inspiration for me is, um, I love like the world series logos. Uh, yeah. It's like always
0: fun. Like, because it, yeah. It's, yeah. I think my favorite, cause it, even though it never happened, speaking of sports logos was the mm-hmm. 2020 Olympics. Cause I remember oh. hearing for 2020, I was like, this is such like a perfect opportunity to use the rings. Like they, they threw him a softball and then, of course, now it's going to be th- – I think they're still going to use the logo for this year if it happens. But, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of, like, sports logos. Um, yeah. Some some folks do it better than others. Uh, some years the NFL nails it. Other years I'm like, this feels like stock clip art. But, yeah, you know, I, went, really cool. I went,
1: through, I went through, through, like, the Super Bowl ones this year and realized I was like, um, I feel like you could just do so much more with those than just kind of, um, you know, a couple of Roman numerals in the – Lombardi trophy, but, um, the world series I like, just cause they go wild, especially like the ones in the nineties and eighties. Like they just seem mm-hmm. like they had a, like somebody had a lot of fun making it, but like with the Memphis event, like we, I got to do like logos like that and like make like an event logo. So like incorporate like our logo with like Elvis's sideburns and glasses and stuff. And it got down to like, I even made a label for a barbecue rub. Um, that's so, cool. like, that was like we gave out like a because we had like a. I actually got to fly down to this barbecue for like a day before the event to make sure like pick out the cater and stuff like that. Um, So, just like stuff like that was a lot of fun and just yeah, organize everything. Like, so,
0: sounds like you really like the experience. Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, but you're not fully satisfied with just like, oh, here's an idea for a logo or here's an idea for the, you know, 10 p.m. dinner or whatever. Like, you really like oh, oh, the whole picture.
1: Yeah, so we um unfortunately we were we rented out a top golf area. Um, I you guys have top golf out west, yeah.
0: right? Are you yeah. out west? Yeah, I'm out west. I think top golf okay. is like a franchise. Um, the one yeah, I, I, mean, what yeah, yeah. I ever heard of the first time was the one in Las Vegas. That's the one I know of. Oh, it's okay. Like, it's like the one for for some reason. Everybody I know that goes to Vegas, it's on their Instagram story within like the first night of them being there. Uh, I haven't been to that one yet, but yeah. that's how I yeah. first heard yeah. Top Golf. But um, no, I think it's I think it's a franchise. But that's really cool. That's a fun experience, and it tends to be what folks yeah. do when they do like corporate events.
1: Yeah, so that's we really cool. um, we are actually making a uh, a light that can kind of like track things, and then um, kind of like a a software that can manage like a fleet of vehicles. Mm-hmm. So like my plan originally was to kind of, um, number one, like duck out, um, the driving range. So like each flag had like our logo on it, but each like mm-hmm. ball picker upper had like the fleet management on it too. So you can keep tracking a live map at the, like, um, while you're like golfing, you can actually see like in like a working form. And then you can also like track your ball with the light. So,
0: that's amazing. So that sounds like a really cool experience. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so it unfortunately it was supposed to happen in last August, but I think we're on pace to do it again this August instead. Because we had to that's, cancel it.
0: That's cool. Have you guys had to um do you think you'll go virtual regardless or if you know if that's the case, or you think you'll just skip it again?
1: Uh I don't know. Our, our VP said that he doesn't want to do anything virtual, but they're pretty like heavy set on like, I think our, my company does about 300 trade shows a year. And, um, yeah. So, and the trade show co-worker that our lady that I work with, she, um, she's very good. And she, she has a good feeling about everything and knows everybody that, you know, runs these cause she has to deal with them. And, mm-hmm. um, she thinks that they're going to start picking up, especially in the summer uh, with like outdoor ones. And then
2: of yeah, course they can cool.
1: fall hoping because um, I work with a lot of uh, like first responders, like that's mm-hmm. like our big client base. So of course they're all going to have their vaccines before everybody else.
0: No, that's, that's awesome. Um, I was going to ask you, so when you, when you're doing projects like that, what's something that you, what's the like your favorite part or the part you look forward to? Is it figuring out the color scheme? Is it figuring out like, what, what it's going to be on, like what's an innovative way, like that event, for example, um, what's kind of your approach to like, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to figure out like the fonts or just how someone's like a clever way to use a graphic. Like what's your, uh, what do you look forward to when you do stuff like that?
1: Um, I think what I look forward to the most is just figuring out the most creative way to present like our product or our company and brand. Uh, like, I know that's very it sounds very vague, but like something like golf, like Top Golf, like like we make lights for like fire trucks and ambulances and stuff like that. Like, what does that have to do with golf? <laughs> so, uh, to try to like tie that in is a lot of fun. Um, I recently uh, I had a new boss uh, about a year and a half ago that came in and he just kind of gave me freedom to like just go and he's like, what do you hate most about our our brand and style right now and he just kind of wanted like a brand like all new fresh update and so i spent like the last uh i want to say probably took me about six months to create a brand new website brand new branding stuff like that so we're still in the process of like like we unveiled it during covid so it wasn't the most ideal time but we're um uh rolling it out i don't want to say slowly but like as much as we can during this era um so the same the fonts are usually the same color schemes are usually the same um stuff like that and then we like i said the product that we're working on is like a fleet management cloud-based software thing so just getting into like the more tech heavy uh innovative uh, arena has been a lot of fun because um it's something that's a little bit more customer facing and it seems like it's um I don't know. It's, a, it's, a, it's been a huge challenge because like the hardware hasn't been done and the software hasn't been done, but we still have to create the marketing materials. So me and my team have to... like, uh, I say like, like, the most creative that goes into that is figuring out how to make it look like it's actually working. Like The product yeah. works now, but six months ago it wasn't working.
0: Oh, yeah. The smoking ears. Yeah. Every designer slash creative director has had to... Make it look legit uh, before the product's done. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay, I'm going to fake some stuff in either it's Photoshop or Sketch or whatever wireframe yeah. tool you're using. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah and I'm going to make a bold claim here. I'm going <laughs> to make a really bold claim. And um, uh, I Go think the industry that I work in is probably one of the toughest ones to work in. If you're, uh, And I only say that because... Um, Like we make the lights and sirens. So dealing with like stuff like photos and videos, like you have to be able to track, um, like how do you get the lights to show at the same time as the car showing? So you have to have Mm -hmm. like uh, the exact aperture, shutter speed, ISO, stuff like that. Um, It's really tough. Like, especially at night, like the light just kind of uh, blinds it. Like it's like, imagine if you're passing a cop car at night, you don't see the cop car. So that's mm-hmm. kind of, like, how it is, like, taking a photo of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, we had a – so recently, the project that we're working on, it actually syncs multiple vehicles uh, together. So they have, like, the same pattern going back and forth. And so, like, me and my team, like, had to make it look like that was happening. And then so, like, my boss used to work for, like, a beverage company. And I, mm-hmm. I don't really want to say which one, but – No, that's fine. Like, and I was like – and. I, I don't want to say, like, degrade anybody's job because I know everybody in this industry works pretty hard. And um, But, like, I was like, man, it'd be so nice if I can just – because, like, we had to find – I think there was one shoot I had to do where I had to find a ca- uh, car. I had to flip it over and set it on fire on a road. Oh, my
0: God. I, First yeah, of all, that's amazing. So because, like, that is a cool job. I don't know if you have kids, but, like, if my dad did no. that, yeah. I would think, holy shit, my dad is, like – Awesome. Like that is cool. That, I mean, that you take the cake on like the coolest thing I've heard all week. So that's awesome. Sorry. Keep going.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like if you're sitting in a meeting and they're like, all right, Jay, in a week, we need a video of like a car scene where it's on fire in the middle of the highway. You're just like, how the, where the fuck do I get this done? Like where (laughs) do I, number one, where do I find a car? Number two, how do I stop the highway? Number three, Mm um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get in trouble if I just set a random car on fire in the middle of the highway. Mm -hmm. uh so just like stuff like that like the logistics of it is uh pretty interesting um it's kind of hard um and i've only worked for this company and i just uh, you know i i know the grass is always greener elsewhere and uh we're b2b so we're not as uh i I don't want to say we're not as busy but like um like if you work in like the sports industry then like you're constantly going and you're not really sleeping especially if you're in charge of social and stuff like that but
0: no, um, hey, every industry's got their thing. I think I think that industry would say the same thing. We're not X industry. Like we've all think the grass is different, but we're all it's so all of us are not getting our grass watered enough. We're all tired. Yeah. We're, all, we're all trying to figure it out. But that is amazing. That is a really cool job. And I feel like it's probably for you. It's never boring because it's always something like they ask you to light a car on fire. Who's to say what they're going to ask you next?
1: Well, it's like I'm not and I'm not a NASCAR fan at all. I don't know anything about NASCAR, but our company has been sponsoring NASCAR for like 25 years. And we have been so entrenched in it that like, I remember I went to my first NASCAR race and I just had a work shirt on and I didn't need a security badge at all. Like everybody just knew the logo and they're like, yeah, you can go in. Like it was, it was that crazy. And um, so I got to go to the Daytona 500 and I got a photographer pass so I got to go wherever I wanted um, I think the most exciting thing that happened to me that weekend was Ken Griffey Jr came into my uh, photography like area
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that was great but unfortunately not many other people knew who he was which I thought was bizarre but it was it was like kind of a culture shock and you know everything I do even if I'm not interested in it it's a learning experience and it's like uh sociological like experiment so like experience experiment Mm -hmm. um so just doing that like you just have to be able to like i don't know enjoy it it's it's a lot of fun like you could be miserable doing it or you can just have fun and uh usually people are nice some people are kind of weird but (laughs) you can always just laugh at it Uh,
0: that's cool. No, I mean that you could say that about, that's a good attitude to have a just work in general and the projects that you're giving. Yeah. I, I love that you have that attitude. That's really cool. You seem like a really optimistic person. Um, you've done a lot of cool stuff. So who is like today right now, who's kind of your dream client and what, what's your dream project to work with them? Assuming everything they have, whatever budget available, they're agreeable, they're amazing. Who, who would it be? And what would you be working on?
1: Uh, okay. So 13 year old JC or high school JC. I think immediately would say working on a sneaker campaign for Nike.
0: Yeah,
1: that's like dream, 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 dream dream job. Creating the sneaker. Um, uh, What was his name? Soleil Benberry. Uh, Mm. He he's the uh, creative director or art director for uh, Versace Men's Footwear, and he just came out with um, a New Balance shoe and if you followed him on instagram he hyped the hell out of the shoe for like a year and um it like broke new balance's website and it was an orange new balance and um uh he just he had every like he sent a handwritten package it was almost like um off-white kind of where he just kind of wrote everybody's name on a shoe but he kind of just did like a special package he made a nice like he had fun with like set design and everything and did like a little shoot. Mm -hmm. And it just like, it like, to me, when I looked at it, I wasn't like, Oh, this is selling the shoe. I was like, damn, this looks like a fun project to work on. Like, like when I said, when I go back to like the children's circus, like part of it was like set design because believe it or not, a children's circus doesn't have too much of a budget. So like we were working with, you know, cardboard scraps and, piece of plywood and two by fours and stuff like that so just like uh that kind of like childish imagination when that comes in that looks like a, that seems like a lot of fun so something like that for what um, about cur- like what
0: about, i mean current day me is like i would love to work on that what would what present day <laughs> work on? i mean
1: i i mean i'm if, if they came to me now i'm not going to say no so <laughs> if, if nike ever hears this and they're like uh jc like come come work for us uh, you know i'm oh, signing badly. up I'm booking booking the next flight <laughs> um, uh,
2: That's
1: cool. so I think now, so, um, so during the panda, I used to work for, uh, I grew up, my mom, uh, she worked for a lot of special, um, uh, she worked in the special education field. Um, and so I was fortunate to have a mom that kind of, um, introduced me to, um, you know, handy uh special needs kids and stuff like that so i always grew up enjoying like working with them and hanging out with them and then um i worked for a group home of special needs um, adults for a while um, like while i was in college Mm -hmm. um and i always appreciated that um and then i mentored um two kids uh, a couple years ago that were just like the greatest things uh they're like the greatest people to like if you ever had a bad day, you just go, I called him big Al. You just went to big Al's house and you played board games with him. And like, you're, you know, none of your complaints are like, you're just, you know, you leave smiling. Like he came to the door with a hug every day. So it was great. And so like now, like I'm kind of, um, I'm actually, I graduated with a communications degree and I found out that my school will allow you to just go back to school. So during the pandemic, I found out that like, of course, every class is online. So I, i am actually currently in school as a biology major.
0: Wow. So for kind of yeah,
1: so I, you're I just a, you're
0: a jack of all trades, knows all your shit. Like put that on your business card. Like
1: So I, you're, yeah. You're, like I, up yeah.
0: In, like your previous like cool, fun fact.
1: <laughs> so I I don't want to be um I don't think I, I'm a master of none. I would call myself. <laughs> so like Like, I know I'm far from the best in anything, but like, or most things, everything, but um, I just enjoy pretty much anything that's creative, anything that makes your brain work and like move. And uh, biology has definitely been a challenge, especially since I've had a lab online and I never took an online class before. And I haven't taken a biology class in like 10 years. Mm -hmm. But, um, started like, I, you know, I live in Connecticut, which is an hour away from the Atlantic ocean. Mm -hmm. Um, and my family grew up in the coast of Maine. And so I just have like this love of, you know, the Atlantic ocean, especially in new England and, um, kind of wanted to get, learn more about environmental science. And like my, my biology, um, advisor was like, so what, what's your, um, uh, what's your focus? And I was like, honestly, I have no idea. I just, I kind of want to go, I want to learn, I want to see what happens, I want to see what fits, see what works into my schedule, see, I don't know. I'm also a, you know, a person that believes that the stars align and it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. So if, if I go into like environmental science, or if I, you know, especially with the pandemic, I could also do like lab research, stuff like that, just to kind of help out the world a little bit, um, or uh, do something in like, maybe like more of a PA program. But I also think like, even if I don't finish this and this is just kind of like a temporary stint, um, I would love to get more into like nonprofit or um, uh, any kind of like environmental science or biology. Maybe work for like NOAA would be a great mm-hmm. opportunity. Um, um, about two hours away, there's a place in Cape Cod, uh, Chatham, and it's um, the Atlantic White Shark Conservation, which they uh, tag and like uh, study, uh, great white sharks, which I just think is like, would be so fun. Like, um, like, uh, I go there for vacations every once in a while. And like, it's like, you get like a ping on your phone. It's just like, well, you know, beach is closed today because there was a fin that was up. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so I would just love to do that. And then, um, so something, yeah, something with like kind of biology, because I would love to like get into marketing and then I think with the biology would just kind of you know you have people that are going into it that don't know anything about biology, they're just like marketing geniuses or work in the field and then I think that extra level would kind of help me.
0: Yeah, I can I think, see you doing that. That's really awesome. I think I think you would find some way to make it applicable to you. Like you would really I think you wouldn't just do it the way someone was like, Hey, we're gonna hire you to do X. I think you would put your own spit on it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I recently had an interview with a uh, bakery, um, oh, okay. which is, yeah, yeah I'm going to, yeah, definitely a lot, very, I, I told you, I always get bored, so I just kind of <laughs> do different directions all the time. But, um, so that's the other part of like science is I also like cooking a lot and I like baking. So, um, and I, so there's a bakery that's like 40 minutes from my house that uh, they're a growing bakery and the guy won like Food Network um, Baker of the Year, like two years ago. Mm -hmm. so it's like a legit bakery um he just opened up like a bar and then like a um and a donut shop as well um great plate I didn't get the job but um (laughs) uh so it just seemed like it was exciting because it's something that you can like build on and then I like you know going into biology I'm just like everything kind of has a science to it so like if I learn anything about biology then I'm sure there's a way to like tie it in so like even like baking bread and like all the baking stuff. Like you have to have it at a certain temperature, like the yeast rise and stuff like that. Um,
0: fascinating. So, no, that's cool. Cause it's still, it's still creating and it's still a form of creating. So I think that's really awesome. Honestly, yeah, just and- be surprised if like in six months, you're like, I'm starting my own agency and we're going to work with, every single type of industry there is, I wouldn't be surprised. I would support it. And I think that's like, the sky's the limit for what you do. Like you're incredible. Uh, I'm so glad I found you. Cause like, I'm an, I can listen to you talk about anything. Like I can't cook to save my life, but I want to hear you tell me how to cook. Like, I think, I think what you're, you're doing is really incredible. And that's so cool. Like, I know I keep saying that's cool. And I wish I I just want to- better background to like have another way to say that's cool, but it is cool.
1: Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, and I will say, uh, my I also had a third option for Dream Job Client. Go for uh, it. Something with the Chicago Bulls. Oh, okay. Pretty much anything with the Chicago Bulls.
0: I'm assuming you saw The Last Dance, right? The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary?
1: Uh, act- so this is going to sound really bad. I actually have not seen it. Because <gasps> I remember it came out on HBO and then – I honestly haven't had much time to watch TV with school and work. Yeah. That
0: makes sense. That's a pass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Well, I think you will enjoy it, especially if you want to work for them. And it's just like, it's a cool story. Um, even, yeah, I, even if you don't like sports, it's still a cool story, but that'd be really cool to work with the Bulls um, and doing community. I could see that. What would you, what would you wanna do? Would you want to do like, lead up like the branding side of it the the creative like what would
1: what would you want to do with them i don't know i think something with community and creative like i really i did social for a, a while i like, at my company like i was the one that like told them and started up like social media at the company and then we have two people now that work on it and so as as shitty as like Customers can be online, you know, especially anybody's like, can be an asshole, like, behind, like, a profile picture. That's not them. But (laughs) as shitty as it was, it was still fun to, like, communicate with them. And I think I just like interacting with people. Um, I like the science behind it of, like, you know, what post gets them engaged, stuff like that. Going through, looking back, like, even, like, the time and, you know, length of video and stuff like that. Like, all the analytics, like, it just really intrigues me. And then just to see, like, it's always fun to, like, I don't know, just see if your work, like, go up there, and somebody watches it and likes it. So I think um, there's a guy that goes by No Pattern. Um, I forgot his real name. It's, like, Chuck – I want to say, like, Chuck Anderson or something like that. But um, he – he, um, he uh, Chuck Anderson. Yeah, he's a Chicago-based, like, uh, graphic designer. And he, he did a bunch of stuff, like, when I started getting into, like, graphic design, he was like, a huge inspiration for me. And um, he is a graphic designer, did stuff for, like, Burton Snowboards, uh, Lupe Fiasco, a bunch of, like, random companies like that. And since he's a Chicago native, I think he just has his own, like, little agency, like, in Chicago. And Chicago will actually have him come on and, like, shoot, like, game shots, and then he'll, like, edit I'll edit the photos together, like, in live time there. Mm-hmm. And then post them so they just do like a guest artist experience there. So I think it's really cool that like he could so sort of just go on and every day is kind of different and stuff like that.
0: That's really incredible. I could see you doing all of those things. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you if you did one or all or two of those things uh, at some point. Yeah. I think that's really incredible. awesome. This week's shout-out goes to Ronnie's Etsy store. I will link it in the show notes, but you can also find links to every shout-out that I do at bigfanofideas.com slash podcast. You'll see everyone's store and link there, so you can go and support. But Ronnie's store is really cool. It's on Etsy. She's got stickers. She's got buttons. She's got pins. She's got prints. Uh, if you're a Shits Creek fan, there's definitely stuff for you. I have a Moira Rose quote in my office that Ronnie made, which is incredible. So definitely go support Ronnie. Get something. Get five things. Get what you can. Support. And uh, yeah, let's get back to the show. Uh, what would be, like, if someone came to you was like, JC, I want to do what you do. Um, two, so it's twofold. Someone came in and he said, JC, I want to do what you do. And what would you say? So the first person is a young kid who want, who's, maybe he's a lot like the young you and he just wants to figure it out. And then yep. the second person is someone who's already done something in their career, right? They're thinking of a pivot. What advice would you give that? So it's two different types of people. Yep. The, the young kid and then the person that's like right. adults. So go for it.
1: Well, the the young kid, obviously, I'd be like, where the hell are your parents? You shouldn't be talking to, like, this (laughs) 32-year-old right now. Um, But, um, no, I would, um, uh, the 13-year-old, I would just say, like, just keep learning. Keep plugging along. Find what you find interesting. Find, like, a passion. Um, Obviously, you can't, like, bank on, like, you know, I wanted to be, you know, playing for the Chicago Bulls when I was 13 years old, but you know, I kind of knew then that it wasn't going to happen. Um, if I wasn't good enough for high school varsity, then I don't think I was going to make the Chicago Bulls, but, um, yeah. So I think just like kind of find your passion, you got to find a good balance of what can be sustainable, uh, what works for your lifestyle, stuff like that. I mean, there's people, I'm, I'll be honest with you. uh, Like I have a sneaker problem, so I buy I don't wear my sneakers because nobody sees them and I don't leave my, my house too much the last year, but for some reason bought way too many pairs this year. But, um, Hey, but you're real, talking get... to
0: someone who's, uh, who right before we started recording, I was browsing StockX. stock X. So you're a <laughs> good your company. I haven't bought any shoes since February of last year because I was oh, like, good. I well, this was hard for me. Like I, what I did though, is I took sneakers and StockX X off my phone. Um, cause I was like, I was bitter cause I was like, there's just like, stupid to buy shoes because we're not leaving our house Real, i mean except for emergencies this is pointless and then i was like uh and then this pa- a couple weeks ago when these like shoes that at the ambushes were gonna get it got announced i was like okay i put the sneakers out back on my phone got heartbroken and i was like okay back like i took sneakers back off because we're on broken up again but i just put stock x back on because i was like i mean it doesn't hurt to dream so I, I relate to that. I, I, was, yeah. I was in your boat. Like I have bought a lot of shoes. It's, it's insane. But hey, we all have our thing. Like when someone's like, "What are so do you doing? shoes? Two fun facts. What are your fun facts? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Two fun facts. My mom has actually won more on sneakers for me than I have.
2: <gasps> Whoa. That's so cool.
1: the sneakers app. Go mom. When I have her go on, she has won more sneakers for, for me than I have. The other thing is X. Uh, because of that website, I was actually able to pay for my college classes. Oh, so dang. that was also Whoa. a fun fact. Um, well, you remember okay the uh, your
0: stuff? Then is that sorry? You're okay with like selling it? You're you're not one of the people that has to keep it.
1: Um, so I think I'm more of like. So, do you remember the Grateful Dead dunks that came out? hmm I got you- I got a pair of the green ones. And they sold for. I got them for retail, and they sold for. Um, I think sixteen hundred or something like that.
0: Holy shit! Excuse my language. And but-
1: so, if you look at that, and like, I'll be honest. I'm I'm six three. I'm thirty two years old. If I'm wearing fuzzy green like Grateful Dead sneakers, I just feel mm-hmm. like I look ridiculous.
0: You said you had the so, green, the green ones, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, sh- I'm pulling them up right now. Oh, yeah. Right now, if I wanted to somehow buy them in my size, we're looking at about uh, almost twelve hundred dollars. Yep. Yep. So, yeah,
1: I I recently uh, my brother had uh, the first niece like in our family, or uh, first kid in our family, and uh, his uh, my sister in law is a huge Grateful Dead fan, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll keep these for her. But I was like, man, I don't know if it's worth like fifteen hundred dollars for like a newborn baby to like not realize what the hell I'm wearing. So, um. But, yeah, like um,
0: accounts for sure. Okay. Well now I Okay. So now we need to hear more about that. So you sold, you sold enough pairs to put yourself through college. That's that needs to be like an, inter, like somebody needs to interview you. That is amazing. That needs to be like a stock X success story. That's awesome.
1: I, I don't like talking about it too much. Cause I don't feel like I feel, I feel kind of shitty because I'm all for like, you know, I've been collecting sneakers for like 20 years mm-hmm. and I feel like, like I have some sneakers that I actually got like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think like infrared nineties, like I think I have like releases from like four or five releases ago, just because like I wear them like twice and then forget I have them. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm the grumpy old guy in line now that just like, I remember when there wasn't raffles and there wasn't a app, you just had to go to the store and buy them. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I try not to do it as much. I try to buy now like what I like, mm-hmm. Um I'm fortunate enough to have a guest room in my house that, you know, mm-hmm. is taken over by sneakers. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. But what I wanted to do originally was I got, when Nike started coming out with all the original Jordans with the Nike logo on them, mm-hmm. I got a shitload of them or pretty much, not a shitload, but like every, pretty much, I had like two pairs of the ones, two pairs of threes, two pairs of fours, two pairs of fives. And then I got the Space Jams and the Concorde eleven. And I wanted to make that a sh- like a shrine, like in my, mm-hmm. in my room. But then I realized one day I was like, man, I, that's probably like $10,000 worth of sneakers that are just sitting on a shelf. Like I could, you know, I could do so much more with that. So. Yeah.
0: Um, so, okay. I want your, I want your opinion. So what is, what is your opinion on the Nike Air Mags? Do you think they're Air mags? Yeah. The mags. What do you think of them? you know uh, i love them they're basically the, the price now of like a mid-sized sedan like you, that's, that's how much yeah. real, not more so what you think I mean, it's, it's, do you think it's like um overhyped or do you think it's real um so my only i i
1: think they're i think it's appropriate i think it's fine i mean there's always going to be a little hype and there's people that probably buy them that have no idea what the hell they are Mm-hmm. Uh, just saw them at a high, probably sort of high to low, like on StockX or something. But um, I'm all I. The thing that bothers me the most is when they do like the Dornbacher Nikes or because um, I had like a personal connection to the Michael J. Fox Foundation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like when they did it for like charity, I was all for it. But uh, I wish Nike, what Nike, like Nike did it. I think kind of right where they auctioned them off, so people, you know, paid the highest price. For like eBay prices, mm-hmm. um, but like with the Dornbachers, when people like buy them for retail and then sell them for like a thousand dollars more, I'm like, man, you better be putting that towards charity. Like, don't like it's kind of like messed up that they're like making profit off like sick kids. But um,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: the Air mags.
0: I try to get their. I think it was it. Oh God, time is irrelevant now. But they did the yeah. good ones. I think it was that last year. And I really try to get those. I, like, yeah. I, I try to get them retail because I wanted to go to actually go to them. It's also going to be stockx. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm a big Back of the Future fan, so, and, but I'm also frugal as shit. So I don't know. Like my husband, he's also a big sneakerhead. He's like, would you get them if we just had quote unquote "fuck you" money? Is what is what someone taught us that phrase. And I was like, no. As much as I love that movie and I think it's cool, I don't know if I could justify spending that much money unless I actually said I was like, unless I went to charity. Maybe, but it just—it's an obscene amount of money for yep. something that's like yep. a toy, essentially, like or just to look at.
1: Yeah, yep. for sure. I think okay. I think if people had like the people that had fucky money, then it's fine. Like it's good. Go for it. They're cool shoes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you pull them off. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how you pull them off, but
0: I would wear them it. though. But then I'd hope that no one would like try to mug me because they're just such an obscene shoe that people, even people that don't follow sneakers, you know like they're expensive uh, in some capacity.
1: But, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: so I I think I I derailed your, uh, you would work, you would work in sneakers. That's your dream project. Oh yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I for sure would, uh, uh, do a campaign. It was, I had a really awkward moment at one point at work. Um, my boss at the time, you know, local guy never left the small town, just got the job because of seniority. His brother worked in maintenance and this is in Connecticut his brother's parents in-laws both worked high up at Nike and it took everything. I was trying to figure out for so long how to like slip my boss, a resume for like a job to give to like, you can't go up to your boss and be like, Hey, can you give my resume to your brother so I can get a job somewhere else? So that part was like pretty tough. And I was just like, oh. uh, like there was a while where I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to quit, move out there, become a janitor or just like, start walking in. Like I work there. I don't care. I'll pick up like garbage and then people will just like, somehow a paycheck will just start forming or something like that. Yeah. Then and I go, I mean,
0: yeah, No, that's, I mean, Hey, it could happen. You never know. I thought it'd be the coolest yeah. story. If anything, it could happen to you of all people, because you're so <laughs> the stuff that's happened to you so far, I, I wouldn't, it could happen to you. <laughs> oh, <thank> you. <laughs> that's really cool. I could see you doing that. I think I'm probably going to go on StockX after we're done talking because now I'm like, hmm, um, that's well, really. Cool. i
1: apologize for your bank account.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm I'm pretty smart at that. I haven't done anything astronomical. There's been a few. Uh, we we both. So my husband's really bitter about this, and I I think there's something to the iPhone sneakers app versus Android. But I was a we. His big find always makes me laugh because it's sometimes just like a swing and a miss. It's one of those shoes that, like, the previous shoe that the guy dropped with Nike was, like, wildly successful, and it sold out, and, and like, it was amazing on StockX. And then he did a second batch with the Skylons. There you go. I knew it would come to me, the Skylons, the Air Skylons. He he released those and with Nike, the collaboration, the Fear of Gods, and they did not. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I knew it was going to come to me. So I have the Fear of Gods, and uh, my husband bought two pairs of them. Uh, one of each thing because he's like, oh, because you know the, the Fear free, free Guys that had just come out had done so well and they were like selling so well. And, we tra- and he's like, I'm going to get both of these. And they're still sitting in our closet because <laughs> we have a little closet we made that's dedicated to shoes. And yeah, that's the perils of being a sneakerhead is just sometimes it doesn't it doesn't do it. Uh, but I wear mine. I mine are super comfortable. <laughs> I like them, but it's just one of those stories. I, uh, that's, uh, yeah
1: what's your what's your biggest sneaker come up? Ooh, I didn't realize come
0: up. my favorite. So I didn't even realize this was like a a shoe that was hard to get, but I'm trying to find them. It came out, as the last shoe I bought. Oh, apparently sneakers is still on my phone. Um it's the last shoe I bought, and it came out February of last year. <laughs> it's the the Jordan ones, but one is like a teal and one is a red, and I'm it's, it's escaping me. Here, I have it on my phone right here. Um past purchases. Can you show me? Uh what is it called? But it was—I guess it's rare. I don't know. It's the N. it's right. It's North. It's the N.C. The Chicago's, the Jordan ones. Like, so the shoe is uh, on the upper. It's like the oh yeah yeah. The toe is the red, and mix, mix, uh, mix match. Yeah. Yeah, um, I didn't know like they were rare, and anytime I've like worn them, I, I wore them like right before the pandemic hit, when we were still like out and about. Someone was like, "Those shoes are so hard to find." Like so this this kid, he was like, "Gotta be like 16 complimented me on. I was like, "Oh." It was just, like, that was, like, a big sneakers. Like, I landed it. Um, another one was uh, the, the – probably my fa- – I wore them today. My favorite shoes because they're so so absurd. It's the PG uh, – his his NASA ones, his the orange ones. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like space, and they're just – they're so wild. I wore them for a big work <laughs> pre- for – like, I dressed them up because I wore – I like to wear, like, all black, and then I wore just the shoes or, like, the color, and I wore them with, like – super like a blazer and it was at a conference in san francisco and i wore those shoes and people re- people remembered me um those are probably my favorite those two ones because they're just
1: you know anybody anybody
0: can pull off dress shoes
1: anybody that can pull off like uh business wear with uh some sort of nikes or some sort of sneakers like that's mm-hmm. that's what you want
0: yeah for me um, like i'll wear um, i love boots but i will wear sneakers like that's what I, that's kind of was like remember when we used to get dressed up and leave our house, I was always like, okay, the outfit, yeah. the shoes was like, the shoes is the fun part. Cause it's just like, that's what draws.
2: Yeah, you For sure.
0: I've bought in some, uh, Curry, what number are they? He had these coral, his sour patch ones. I bought the Curry sour patches. Uh, cause just, again, they're just so absurd. They're I like am. coral pink. They have the lining of a sour patch. They're slippery as hell, but yeah, yeah I just, I, I, I buy what I like. I don't usually buy what's like hot. Um, but I was really bummed the, the ambush ones that just came out because I wanted to turn them. So we they're like all pink highs. Yeah, all pink highs, and they have like a little like the the logo is kind of off the shoe. And I really wanted to turn them into Max because my husband's in a painting sneakers. He likes to make custom sneakers. Oh. I was like, yeah, nice. yeah. So this is kind of our our thing. And I and he's made me custom ones before. And I was like, I saw these, and I was like, I can turn these into Max. Like we could paint them, we could do something cool. Like that was more my brain went. Didn't get them, but that's okay. I'm yep. keeping an eye on them on StockX. Yeah, uh, are they dropping at all? Uh, they dropped before Valentine's Day. That was one of the Valentine's Day drops. no, no,
1: I mean like the price on StockX. Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: Um, I don't think so. I have an alert and haven't got one. It's it's been really wild because it's it's a oh they're not too bad right now, but I think it's because it's that that guy. I don't. I don't know the designer enough, but he. I think it's him. Designer stuff takes some time. It looks like it's dropped uh, at least two hundred dollars since I last looked. So that's not too bad. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What's your? Yeah, I try to get the all white uh, Jordan one. Uh, what was that? I was say what was what's been your favorite sneakers? Uh, like fine, you, or should I say your mom's? What was your mom's favorite? <laughs>
1: So, my my favorite sneaker in my collection right now, um, I probably have two. I have uh, Jordan 1 Breads, the Bread Highs that came out like a few years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I was able to snag two pairs of them, um, one at retail and one, I think they, I paid 300 for them on eBay, which is a lot for me. But like. Wait, the, you
0: said you have the ones, the one breads? Yeah.
1: Oh, yep. Shit. Yeah. that's so I have two pairs. So, I have two pairs of those. Um, and so, like, one I always get like one to beat up, and then one if I like want to have it later.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the ones I'm trying to beat up, like, they just seem to get better with age, so it's like it's perfect. Um, but my favorite shoe that I'm like scared to wear just because like I don't want these ones to go away was um Air Max One, they came out with Air Max ones with animal print
2: mm-hmm. uh, a couple
1: years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my parents got, or my, I think my mom got those actually. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so I jokingly call myself big cat uh, (laughs) kind of just to piss my friends off. (laughs) So I do that. So those are like my big cat shoes. Um, Those are fancy. um, If you ever
0: like have like, I don't know, like something where you just got to dress up, you got to do like an all black suit and just wear those.
1: Yeah. Those, those and the, yeah, those and the, the bread ones are like pretty good. Um. The uh, oh, that's just, so cool. Do you remember the Sean uh, Watherspoons? I think they were like they're like Air Max 97s with like a one sole. Yeah,
0: were, yeah. He's right he's up. in a f- he's in a few of them for them. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So they like they he's, I remember when the, yellow they Air, the, the yellow ones right? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Yep, they did. Um, they had Air Max Day like years ago, and they had you vote for like the influencer that was like whatever shoe they designed. There was like four people. Mm-hmm. And I just voted for his, and then, like, they came out. I couldn't get them. And then I honestly didn't really care too much about them at the time. Um, and then, like, I, I'm i a fan of Corduroy, so they started to grow on me a little bit. And then when they came out, um, they sold out, and then they went on eBay for, like, I think, like, every celebrity had them. So they were, like, on eBay for, like, 1500 mm-hmm. And then, like, a year later, Sneakers sent me, like, a message that's like, thank you for um like voting for these shoes we saved you a pair <gasps> That's so i ended up getting them for like a retail and i was like uh yeah i'm not gonna say no to these but um i wore them once did and re- like, then it was like a, a joke
0: or like you were getting like a bot or something or spam i didn't think that i mean it went
1: directly to the app so i'm just like i put it on a credit card that like I was like, if this falls through, then I'll just file like a claim or something. But mm-hmm. um, I was like, so when it came in, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe this. And I was like, okay, I'll take these. Um, That's cool.
0: Yeah. That was the shoe. Like everyone that that was like on everyone's every quote unquote celebrity or famous person or someone with money that was on Instagram. Uh, there was a band that I really like and I didn't, they're an indie band. I know they're not making a lot of money, yep. but their lead singer, he got them and he like flexed on them all. It's like always were in his story, yep. it, like this profile picture. And I was like, it's a really expensive shoe for a band that's uh, <laughs> yeah. not really selling a lot. Of like, how many, how many, how many,
1: sh- yeah. How many, how many shows is
0: that? Yeah. I was like, really sure you have
1: to do to like pay for those.
0: Exactly. Um, no, that's so funny. Uh, no, as you were talking, so you said you have the bread ones. I have the bread, the, the fours that came out. Was it last year? End of 2019. Yep. Yep. Those are my favorite. Uh, yep. that was another one. A youngster he commented, he's like, damn, I love your shoes. And I was like, thank you. And I always just feel like, uh, it's, You know, it's weird when they recognize what
1: it is. That's like, that's one of my favorite things about sneakers is just like, you can be walking on a street and like, there's like that common connection that just like hits. And it's like you and like only like one other person at the street or an area like knows what it is. And like, you could just strike up a conversation. And it's like fun to meet people that way. Mm -hmm. So that's what I like about him.
0: That's Uh, what we just did right now. I didn't even know you were that big of a sneaker person. And now I'm like, I want you know, I want Nike to call you right now and just do like a collaboration with them because that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, right up the street in Boston, it's only like an hour and a half drive. It's um, the New Balance headquarters are there. I think Converse has like a brand new building that's pretty cool there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Reebok is there. I don't really care about Reebok. Probably don't. I don't I have a pair, <laughs> uh, And then Adidas actually opened up what they called was their creative farm, and I remember like. Years ago, there are three big creatives from Nike, like, got poached by Adidas. Mm-hmm. And there's a the huge, like, no-compete clause, like, um, trial – or not trial, but, like, lawsuit that went on between Adidas. Because I think, like, the guy, like, got poached by Adidas and then, like, on company phones and computers, like, reached out and to, like, other Whoa, employees. I, and I was that. like, let's go. Whoa, that's – Yeah. It's, and it was the guy, Mark Dolce, or – Dio, yeah, yeah He desi- He was like the head designer for LeBron too.
0: That's cool. Oh man, you're you're blowing my mind, JC. I think you're you're incredible. Um, I love the I w- advice that you gave to young you. Um, did you get? Wait, did I forget? Did we have the advice for uh, a fellow peer who wants to pivot and to do what you do? I don't know if we got to that part. Uh, no, we
1: no, we didn't. I think we just went off on a sneaker tangent with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So wants to pivot let's see into like a creative role or into
0: like some other field or doesn't Um, know if they want to do what you do like what's advice you have for someone who wants to get into the the world that you do that you work in and live in every day what would be your advice they don't have they don't they don't come from design or marketing or creative but they they have an interest in it what would be your advice
1: uh honestly youtube like, just go on YouTube, go on, just start Googling things. I always say, like, the most important thing that I knew growing up was not how to do things. I just knew what to Google. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of, like, I learned websites by just, like, stealing code and, like, tearing it apart. Like, I don't use, like, stolen code. But, like, I would, like, delete a key. If it broke, then I'd be like, okay, this breaks. But if you're a creative, um, I you know, I think... I think creatives don't get enough, um, appreciation, unfortunately, but, um, I think there's a lot of people that like, like now it like, with work from home. Um, uh, I'm in like seven hours of meetings a day and I have to do creative stuff and I'm just like, do you know, it takes time to do this. Like if we get an eight hour work day, like you give me an hour to come up with a whole campaign, <laughs> but, uh, no, it just, um, I w- yeah, I would just say like, just be curious. Um, Look at Google there's tons of free classes that you can find like Adobe does a lot of great stuff too I think on their YouTube page uh, just break stuff just keep breaking stuff try to um, create I think creative for me is just creative problem-solving it's um ways to you know do workarounds it's ways to uh, you know for the longest time I made my first website was my company's website which was like really intense and it wasn't like a so like my mom's like wanted to put up like an ebay page or something it was like this like international company wanted it so like in my head like i have constant imposter syndrome and so like i was like this thing's it's just gonna break at any time and like my friend was just like you know it works and it's been working for like two years right so like you're like it's a real site and i just think of the thing like you know if it walks like a duck quacks like a duck it's a duck
0: yeah, so, that, that's so great like advice. Just, that's great advice. Yeah,
1: just just break stuff. Uh, figure out, find what you like. Um, there was an interesting like article that I found that's like the IKEA effect where it's like people that made – one of the reasons why IKEA is so successful is because people appreciate what they made. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's that. Learn how to take criticism. Like have tough skin. I always go – like there's a while where I wasn't getting any feedback. So I would honestly make the shittiest looking thing I possibly could and be like, I'm posting this on social tomorrow. And people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't post this. And they'd be like, like, oh, why can't I post this? And they'd like list off everything that was wrong with it. I was like, okay, thank you. So that's how I got like a lot of feedback. Um, And then at the end, and of course you compare like the shitty project to the like one that looks like way better and people like, and they're just like, oh, wow, you really turned it around. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, break stuff. Don't be afraid. Step on toes. Ask. Don't. Honestly, don't be afraid to ask. I love like, I start. People would come up to me every once in a while in my department, and, like, ask, like, ask about like Illustrator tricks and stuff. And so I end up giving like a little class to everybody. Mm-hmm. So that was like a lot of fun. Um, and it just yeah. No, um,
0: oh, that's. That's the great way to do it. Just asking questions. And sometimes it's easier said than done. Sometimes you have a manager that you can't ask questions to, but breaking For stuff. Sure. That's how I learned how to code. I mean, I grew up with the MySpace yeah. era, but downloading oh, yeah. free yeah. HTML templates online and then just breaking it. I'm like, I'm going to figure out CSS. And I will figure, I figured out that the not closing a bracket will break your shit. So that's yeah. just how you learn. And I think that's really awesome. You know, I ho- oh, go ahead. go ahead. What are you saying? No, oh, no, I just know saying that I think that's really awesome that that that's your advice because so many people feel especially with this hustle culture and the need to be perfect that you gotta you gotta know everything and it's like no you have Google if in doubt there's Google like you yep. can find a video to show you what yeah. you don't know yet
1: I mean there's always like that that joke that like meme where it's like somebody freaking out and it's like oh when the thing when they ask you to do the thing that was on your resume or something like that <laughs> yeah. and it's like and like like, like right now, like my department's like in a huge transition period because like we did not like I had the CEO when I first started working there come up to me and just tell me like marketing is for idiots. And I was like, uh, OK, thank you. Nice to meet you, too. And um, but now, like, you, you know, we have a new one um, who really appreciates marketing, understands the importance of it and everything. And they gave us like the reins to just kind of go with it. So we were, like, lucky with that, and then we, they started hiring, like, people from, like, outside that were, like, high up, so, like, credible companies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, been, like, a little restructured, because, like, when they came, it was kind of just, like, I did the art direction. I didn't really do, like, creative directing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that came along. Uh, one of my good friends, um, she is the copywriter there, or, like, the head copywriter, and now she's, like, brand strategist and uh content strategist and she like you know every once in a while she'd be like how do you stay so calm I was like you know I don't think anybody knows what they are doing I think people would just google it I think people just start typing away and then it comes to them and then once it starts going gets gets on paper starts looking pretty good and you know people think you're legit so
0: yeah no I mean and and to bring it back to your saying imposter syndrome, everybody's just like worried about what the, everyone else thinks about them. They're not thinking about 100%. what you don't know or like, Oh, did they really like say what they meant? Like, it's like, no one is thinking about what you said. No one's thinking about your resume or if you can do whatever it is you said you could do. They're thinking about themselves and then hoping that you don't feel full of shit. Um, it's, it's yeah. so wild. Uh, I, I remember that was like some piece of advice I got like probably five years ago now. And it changed the way I think. Cause I used to wonder like oh my god is my is my boss is my director like thinking like I'm not capable I'm like no they're just thinking like do my employees think I'm credible do my employees trust me do they think I can do this job like everyone's just really thinking about themselves and once you figure that out it kind of makes it easier too and then and being able to accept feedback and all that fun stuff it's just it's a lot easier down the road but it takes you gotta kind of learn yeah. it, um, someone can and I, it it, and you have to experience it
1: oh for sure and like I, you know, I realized, um, like, my anxiety has just been growing, like, throughout the years, especially with projects, too. So I've been learning more and more about that and just kind of, like, it's not as easy as, like, oh, who cares? Like, like I said, like, I used to work for the group home. And so, like, when I had, a, like, a stressful day, I would just think about that and be, like, in the grand scheme of things, who who cares? But it's still, like, I know it still weighs on you. I know there's, you know, you're still shaking in meetings and stuff like that, waiting to get... the you know, prep and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's, 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 it's tough. It just like, you have to find that like middle ground. I think everything is all about finding that middle ground and finding that balance of like what makes you comfortable and like what makes you happy. Um, uh, I'm all for like self-care too. So like therapy, edibles, whatever you want to do to like make yourself feel better. Um, take a nap in the middle of the day and get working whenever you can. Um, just make sure you, you know, feel like you did a good day at work to work and make sure you didn't break yourself while trying to
0: do it. Exactly. That is the best way to end it on this note. Thank you, JC. You've been incredible. I'm probably going to buy shoes after this um, (laughs) fall. It's fine. I just needed someone. Okay. Uh, Where can people find you on social media, your website? What's your, what are your links? What are your handles? So,
1: uh, unfortunately, my uh, website isn't up to date right now, but it's still there with contact information. Um, that's just jcvwatson.com. Uh, my Instagram handle is jcwatson. Um, and then my Twitter handle is bigcatjc.
0: Yes, it is. And that's how I found you. So that's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Thank you again for everything. Yeah. Um, until next time, when you're working for Nike, yeah, this was, we'll definitely have Yeah, this was a lot of fun thanks JC. yeah i'll be giving you a
1: call when i get that call too
0: oh yeah i mean totally i mean you're gonna give me and then you're gonna tell me how the sneaker apps work so we can I you know can finally... when
1: they call me i'm gonna when they call me i'm just gonna be like you know what it's a it's a package deal it's not one or the other
0: i love it exactly i mean hey no, if, if me. they no. can do it in sports and they can send people together i don't see why we can't do it yeah them. for sure that's awesome awesome thanks jc see you hey, had a lot of fun thank you